All right, Lions, it's all access with men's basketball head coach Stan Johnson. Each week, Coach Johnson will take Lions behind the scenes with the men's basketball program, talk about the new standard and upcoming events with the program. Coach, thank you so much for joining us today. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Well, before we get started, we just want to thank our sponsor, LMU Athletics. would like to thank University Credit Union for bringing you today's episode of All Access. University Credit Union is a proud supporter of the Lions family. You can visit your local University Credit Union at ucu.org. Coach, thanks again for joining us. We, we've got a lot of interesting stuff to talk about, and I'm very excited to get into it. I got to watch some footage over the last week of LMU's practice sessions and, and some of the neat things that you guys have been doing. Uh, and after watching some of the footage, it's clear how hard everybody has been working out there, both the coaching staff, yourself, and the team. Uh, but at the same time, everybody looks to really be enjoying themselves and smiling. I know the last time we got the chance to speak, you said you wanted this team to lead the country in high fives and butt slaps. Uh, so as a head coach, how do you approach creating a team environment? Uh, and where do you strike that balance between work and play? Yeah, well, for me, having fun is, is you know, being connected to a group being connected to something bigger than yourself, but it's also having fun is, is winning. And, and that's, you know, to me, fun. It's, it's not really fun when you're not winning. Right. But every day that you show up for work, there should be some joy and enthusiasm. You know, there's a great saying, uh, as coach Wooden said, nothing great can be accomplished without enthusiasm. You know, so that's something that we can control. And, I hold our guys and our staff accountable to that. The energy that you bring, you got to bring the juice every day. And if you don't, I'm going to let you hear about it. And whatever we're doing, whether we're stretching, when we're stretching, there's a sound. It's, it shouldn't be a quietness. We should be talking to each other. We should be pumping each other up. When we're on the baseline and we're not in the action, we should be coaching our teammates and cheering them up. And from a culture standpoint, those are the things that, I'm harping on more than anything else, because if we can get that right, I really believe the other things are going to follow. And so that's how we, we hold people accountable. And if, if one guy's not doing it and, you know, 13 other guys are it's still not good enough, you know, we need everybody doing it. And, you know, I'm, I'm proud of our guys. We've taken, you know, some, some big steps in that department. And something I, that's very apparent in, in a lot of these clips, pretty much all of them, and uh, we'll, we'll get to watch one together in just a moment, but it's just how much vocalization is happening on the court. I know it's the, the tennis court, not the basketball court, but still uh, there's so much verbalization, communication between the team, the staff, uh, between the coaches and the players, and, and amongst the guys themselves, uh, not only when they're lifting and, and doing calisthenics and training, but also uh, when they're playing in their, their individual pods. How important is that communication and vocalization to that team dynamic it's huge you know I, I, I think I said to you last week we're, we're going through the six C's of leadership and the first two that we've done already are communication and connection you know this week we'll talk about character uh, we'll get into consistency uh, we'll get into courage at some point but those two things are huge you know and I tell our guys whether it's a family or a community, every community, every program, um, every team speaks their own language. And for us, we have to roar together. That's our language. What does that mean? That means we're on the court. Our terminology, whatever we call a specific thing is what we call it. We understand that. 
That's how we communicate. That's how we connect. When we're off the floor, we have things that we believe in, in, in a way we communicate. That's how we communicate. That's how we connect. So uh, you need the language in order to help each other communicate and understand, but it's also there so we can connect. So, uh, you know, that's why it's so important. And if we don't get the communication piece and the connection piece down, it doesn't matter what system we put in or what offense we're running, or what defense we're running. We're not going to be connected. And in a lot of those video clips, the communication, like I said, isn't just happening between the players, but also uh, from the coaches and the amazing coaching staff that you've put together. Uh, a few of those guys have, have been head coaches in the past. Uh, and I know we touched on this briefly last week, but I really want to dive into it a little more. How important is having that experience as part of your uh, coaching staff, the experience in, in the, the other coaches, I mean? That's vital. I mean, you can't put a price tag on it. Um, you know, two guys that have been through the wars, two guys that have had success, two guys that have seen a lot. Um, you know, so I, I, I rely on those guys heavily, um, you know, for advice and input. Um, you know, for me, it's, you know, who you surround yourself with um, is a major factor in who you become. And those guys don't only influence me, but they have a chance to help our team and our players become better uh, because of their experiences, you know, so to have that, to have that knowledge, that experience is priceless. Well, as we said, a lot of those guys really incredible staff and, and have a ton of experience. Um, and I want to talk a little bit about the, the strength and conditioning coach as well. Jordan, what role has, has he played in, in helping the team get back in shape for the season? Uh, now we have finally a, a start date when you guys can, can actually look forward to a little bit past the original date. But still, what, uh, what role has, has Jordan played in, in helping you guys get there? Jordan's been incredible. Um, Jordan's been outstanding. Jordan's been... Uh, one of the early MVPs of our team thus far. And he's helped us change the way we eat. Um, he's next level in terms of his preparation in his training of our guys, putting him in a position to, to not only work on the things they need to to be bigger, faster, stronger, but also to stay healthy. And uh, he's been... Uh, a great asset. I mean, I've, I've had a chance to be around some great strength coaches. Jordan's going to be a star in the business and he's made us better. Uh, he takes pride in his work. And the, the best thing I love, our guys respect him and they care about him. And when you have those types of connections, then you have a chance to get better faster. You know, so he's really elevated every aspect of our strength and conditioning, how we eat, uh, how we train, and how we prepare in that department. So I'm, I'm really proud of him. Well, it seems like he works uh, so effectively with, with the, the team as well, even though it is socially distanced and uh, there are those blue taped out boxes where everyone can, can do their workouts. It really does seem like there is a, a real relationship that is deeply ingrained with the team. And it's, it's really neat to see, you know, as we, we were talking about the vocalization as well, uh, that communication back and forth, it really is apparent. So I want to switch gears for just a minute and go a little bit more into specifics about uh, some players, specifically Kelele Pepe, who has, has joined you guys again this week. Uh, how nice is it to have him back, and, and what does that mean to the team? Yeah, no, it's awesome to have Kelly back. Uh, you know, Kelly brings so much. I mean, he's a dogged competitor, you know, very smart, can play a bunch of different positions, you know, and he's just a winning guy. You know, Kelly's all about the right stuff. 
And as talented as he is, I love that about him the most. You know, he's all about team, team, team. And he's not afraid to put, you know, status on the line, position on the line, minutes on the line uh, for his team to win. So he brings so much value to our team. Some of the things that never show up on a stat sheet, he does. He had a great year last year being all freshman in the league, and he has a chance to take another step this year in that, in that regard. So uh, I know our staff's excited about having him back, and his teammates are as well. Can you talk a little bit more about what those intangibles mean in terms of a, a team dynamic and how crucial they are to, to the relationship that teammates not only have with each other but also with their coaching staff? Yeah, well, one of the, big, the first thing in my core principles here in our program is selfless, and he's selfless. Like I said, he's a willing passer. If he's got a good shot, if somebody has a better shot, he'll make the extra pass. If it requires for him to put his body on the line and take a hit, he'll do that. Those things never show up in the statute. But those are things that really connect the team and create buy-in. And uh, that's what he does. And if we could have everybody thinking like that, then we'll have a chance to be good. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, we like to get our guys off campus if we can, um, you know, once a week at a safe place where it's just us uh, and give them a different look, a different workout, get them outside of their comfort zone. Um, but, you know, sometimes it becomes monotonous when you're same place, same day, every day working out, good change of scenery, get you out of your environment, you know, adds another dimension to your training and your workout. Uh, so anytime you add the sand to that, that component, you know, you've got a different workout and plus, you know, a different surface that's a little softer on the knees and the joints. So we can, we can get our workout in, but we're not pounding the bodies as much. So uh, that, that's, that's why we do things like that. Is this something that uh, this team can, can look forward to in the future? Do you plan to make this a regular thing playing on the beach? Yeah. I mean, that's part of who we, who we want to be. And it may not always be the beach, it may be somewhere else, but, uh, we will always mix things up uh, so it's not just status quo. Well, the location doesn't hurt either. You guys are nice and close, and I'm sure it was a, a, a welcome, uh, I don't want to say break because you guys were working hard out there, but uh, a welcome activity. So yeah. let's, uh, let's go through this video, and, and we'll talk through it as we go. Here we go. Yeah, I want to pause just for, for a minute to talk about, as we see on screen, these guys doing uh, just some of their warm-ups and, and getting limber. Uh, is this kind of the same type of exercise that you guys would be doing outdoors outside of the Lions Athletic Center, or uh, is this something that Jordan had cooked up special for, for this day at the beach? Well, I think every place requires a different workout. So whether we're outside the Lions Center, whether we're you know at the beach, whether we're uh, at, on Drollinger, I mean, there's a different place uh, requires uh, a different workout. We're trying to create something different. Uh, so some things may be similar, but, you know, this workout was designed mostly, you know, to be on the beach with the sand um, and push our guys in a different way. But every place that we're at, like I said, uh, requires something different. 
Well, going back as well to that, that work play balance, something we'll see here in a minute is uh, you guys were doing a really uh, interesting little game uh, involving a cone. And I want to, to get your opinion. Well, I mean, you're making it a competitive drill where there's a winner. And with everything that we're doing, we want to create competition and always have our guys in the mindset of competing. And there is a winner and there is a loser. Uh, so whether we're on the beach, whether we're on Drollinger, whether we're in the gym, wherever we may be, we want to find ways to win. And uh, that's what that drill was. And so do you hope to carry this competitive mindset uh, into anything further as far as the team goes down the season? So uh, whether it be something off the court or on the court, where do you hope that competitive mindset plays uh, a role? Everywhere. This is not a drill. This is a lifestyle. You know, so when we're in the classroom, we compete. When we're on the court, we compete. When we're having fun, we have fun. We're present. We compete at that. We compete at everything. And we don't pick and choose when we compete and when we don't. So we're always competing. You know, uh, being on this podcast right now, for me, it's can I be better than I was last week on it? You know, so that's what I want to instill in our players that everything's a competition. And competition, the right kind of competition is healthy. You know, so that's what we want to have. That's what we want to be. And this isn't just like an activity or uh, something you turn off. This is who we are. And as we keep going, we'll, we'll see them uh, really getting into it with this, this game. Yeah, we had a little confusion uh, there on the winner, but you know what? I, I like that. I like having guys pushing the envelope and wanting to win and excited about what they're doing. So, you know, that was great to see. And, keep building off that. Uh, I know we talked a little bit before earlier in this podcast about the role of assistant coaches, but I really do want to focus a little bit more on that as well. How important is is the role of the assistant coach in helping create that competitive mindset and uh, dispersing that throughout the team? I mean, it's huge. The great assistant coaches, they, um, you know, they do a great job of having ownership and carrying that message in their own way. It doesn't have to be like mine, but continuing to, to carry a consistent message uh, that our guys can continue to buy in and also living. And I have three guys here as assistants that are competitors and they work extremely hard. And I think our guys realize that and see that, but you know, these guys, again, I don't, I don't treat them like assistants. All of them uh, are more than capable of running their own program and uh, two of them have. So uh, they're coaches. And I, I think I've got three of the best ones, you know, in the game right now. So I'm excited about it. And uh, the, the best thing about, the guys that I'm around, their their humility is off the charts. No jobs too big, no jobs too small, and they're willing to help at, at every turn. So uh, I love that. And if we can keep that mindset, and our guys can be the same way, again, it adds to who we want to be. Absolutely, and I, you know, I, I don't want to presume, but I would I would assume that in the careful selection of the staff, I would assume that you wanted people that would be role models for your players. Was was that the case? Absolutely. I wanted guys that parents could feel great about leaving their kids with. I wanted people that could help grow our guys from, from young adults to, to great men and people who live that. Does that mean we're perfect? None of us are, but uh, we can all be proud of the types of people we have in our program and who our guys get to learn from every day. You know, so that was a non-negotiable for me. Absolutely. And uh, something that we've seen not only through the conversation that you and I have had, but also from the new standard letters that you have been putting out biweekly is how important leadership is uh, to the team. How important do you feel is it for the individual players on the team to be leaders as well? I know uh, you were going through the six C's of leadership as well. How do you plan to take that beyond this season with these guys? 
Well, I hope it's something that it, it becomes who we are as a program. You know, good programs run themselves and their culture sustains. And the reason it sustains is because it's not only the leader driving it, it's everyone in that organization believing in it and selling it and promoting it and more importantly, fighting for it. You know, so um, as we begin to see what's important, it's my hope that guys will buy in it, teach it to the next group coming in. And, you know, when we can become a, uh, a player coach team instead of a coach, coach team, then we'll be who we want to be. You know, so that's how I see that playing out. Well, speaking of leadership and, and coaching as well, I know we focused a lot on that today, but uh, I think it's a, it's a really interesting topic and I love hearing you speak about it. Um, something I think also that was unique about just watching these video clips of your practice sessions with the team is how individualized the coaching was. Uh, is that something that's just come as, as part of the circumstance of playing socially distanced basketball or is that something that uh, you, were, you were trying to implement uh, from this season moving forward? No, I mean, it's individualized because we're trying to break down parts of our offense or defense. And before, um, I mean, we don't have a, you know, we didn't have a court. Uh, you're outside on a tough surface. So we had to find a way to still teach our system, uh, but not put our guys in a bad situation. You know, so uh, we've broken everything down in parts and then we will put it together uh, in whole. But, but that's, that's why it's been individualized and you see more individual workouts and you do team workouts because that's where we wanted to start. What challenges do you face with having to implement this, this individualized coaching just in relation to, to the, the restrictions on social distancing? Obviously, there, there are things you can do with, with a whole team meeting, but uh, are there any challenges inherent to this more individualized approach? Yeah, I mean... I mean, I don't know if there are challenges, but I mean, obviously when you're new and you've got new guys and you know, the system's pretty much new to everybody, you'd love to put everything in as a whole and then break it down, you know, go whole part, whole again, uh, where they can see it. And the other thing is you want to compete, you know, there's nothing like competing against each other. That's what makes you better. And we didn't have the summer to do that. And now it's, it's kind of gone into the school year a little bit. Uh, so we'll, we'll have some catching up to do. But, um, you know, every opportunity is a chance to grow and get better. And every adverse situation or, or whatever is a chance to, to try something new and, and see how the guys react. So we're not complaining about it. We're finding ways within the rules and how things are to, to be the best version we can be. And that's the only thing we can control. So I'm sure when, when the time comes and we can – be back together and competing against one another and in the gym consistently and all those things, you know, we'll be ready for it. Well, I want to take a, a little bit of time to look at just one more video clip today and, and uh, just to kind of show what it is that you guys are, are doing just for, for everybody out there who may not have been able to see it on social media or maybe this is your first time seeing it, uh, just what you guys uh, are going through. And uh, same with last time, we'll, we'll go ahead and stop it and, and talk through it as we go. We're here. <laughs> You can see you guys have taken over court six there. Yeah, I mean, you know, you, you know, obviously you're seeing clips of highlights here, but those are, you saw guys stretching, uh, doing their dynamic warm-up. You saw guys working on their ball skills uh, or shooting. 
Um, and then, you know, Coach Allen's in the middle of teaching right now. But that's kind of what you're seeing in those clips. And there, there seemed to be in these clips, uh, just in, in the other ones I was looking at too, a lot of focus on uh, dexterity and ball skills. Was that something that you wanted to place a lot of focus on early in the season or before the season started? Yeah, I mean, one thing we have to do a better job of is taking care of the ball. And so we've spent a lot of time handling it, catching it, working on footwork. Um, you know, so that's, that's been a big point of emphasis early for us. Shoot or make the next best play. As we keep going in the clip, obviously, see the coaches at work, the players at work, working within their small pods. You guys have 12 of those. And obviously the guys trying to stay fit as much as they can outside the, the athletic center. Yeah, again, we couldn't be in the weight room, so we moved the weights outside, you know. And, and again, Van Kovitz taught me, you better not just have a plan B. You better have a C, D, and E because things are constantly changing, and I think our guys have adapted well. Our coaches have done a great job with it. Jordan's done an awesome job, um, and that's that's what we're going to have to do. We're going to have to pivot, 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 pivot. Um, and the team that can pivot the most and the best uh, in this climate will give themselves a chance to, to win the most. Absolutely. And you can see just as we were talking about earlier in the podcast, that vocalization, all of those guys cheering each other on and keeping each other motivated uh, and also that communication on the court as well. Uh, so not only in, in a game dynamic and a game setting, but also in training. And they're having fun with it too. Absolutely. We want to have fun and we want to have enthusiasm with what we're doing. And I want our guys to come to work every day uh, with an uh, emphasis on getting better, but also uh, with a mindset of enjoying the process. And um, so far, you know, we're doing a pretty good job of doing both of those. Yeah, it seems like they, they really are having fun out there between that, that uh, beach workout that you guys did and uh, the competitive nature of that, but also just the mindset of competing, uh, not only whether it's lifting or conditioning or playing within those small pods. Uh, it really does seem like, like they're having a good time out there. Yeah, well, uh, I hope we continue to do that and um, continue to get better. But I, I, want, I want there to be a great vibe and a great energy around our team and around our guys. So, like I said, so far, so good. Well, I can tell you as a fan of LMU basketball, that excitement is alive and well in the uh, Lions faithful, the fans of LMU basketball as well. Now, last thing, Coach, before we, we sign off, I want to talk just very briefly to give uh, our, our listeners and our, our viewers something to look forward to, to next week. Uh, there was a decision out from the NCAA this week that the season could start as early as November 25th. I know that was a little bit later than the original start date, but what are you guys doing to prepare now that you have that official start date in mind? Well, nothing changes for us. We just continue to, to get better. We have uh, a plan, an agenda of how we – continue to progress our team in the different stages. Uh, so we are fighting for our culture every day. We're, we're working on the things that we feel like we need to work on, especially early as we continue to create the habits that we want uh, and become the team that we want. And, um, you know, I'll, we, we want to establish a, a level of consistency with that effort and that enthusiasm every day. So uh, nothing changes for us. You know, we've, I've told our guys, whether the season started in two days or it started in a year, we have to continue to plan for the best and prepare for the worst. And the worst is the fluidity of the dates changing. So 
we've done a good job of locking in on that and, and just controlling the things that we can control. And that's what we're doing. Well, hopefully next week we'll have even more information and I look forward uh, to diving into that even further. Coach, thank you so much for taking the time to join us today. Lions, thank you for joining us for All Access with LMU Lions head coach Stan Johnson. Join us next week as head coach Stan Johnson continues to take you behind the scenes with the men's basketball program.